invisible man. I'm the invisible man. Incredible how you can see right through me. This week on The Swearwolves, we discuss Universal Studios' 1933 classic, The Invisible Man, and its 2020 remake. the Sawyer Wolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. And David, uh-huh. how are you? I'm good, man. Good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. That's great. I'm doing wonderful. It is an, a new year. It is a new uh, uh, ray of light shining down on us <laughs> from above. Mm. Uh, it is, uh, we've been doing this podcast now, this is like three years. Yeah, we're in year three. Yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty crazy when you think about it. Goes by fast. It does go by fast. I was looking back at some of the dates on some of our early podcasts, and I'm like, "Holy shit, we've been doing this this long." <laughs> we were children. <laughs> yeah, we not, were boys. Not that we're any better now at it than we were back then. <laughs> it's just uh, we've it's changed. Um, <laughs> you go back, you're like, oh, "I made that dick joke before." <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, if anybody listens to every episode, they're like, "Yeah, we've heard the same we, fucking stories <laughs> a thousand times." From you've, these already, assholes. you've already sang that song. They haven't experienced anything new <laughs> in the past three years. No. This week, we're going to discuss a couple of uh, films. We're going to discuss an original and a remake. Now, you chose these films. Yeah. Um, primarily just because <laughs> just because you wanted to. Actually, I think you put it on Twitter to have people choose for you. You know what's funny, though? But I didn't pick what they said. Oh. Yeah, I think people... It was kind of split, though. Yeah. Some yeah. people were saying Bride Frankenstein. We should yeah, and I think we will eventually. But the reason why I didn't pick that, because one of the options, and we'll probably still do it, is uh, Bride of Frankenstein and Bride of Reanimator. But we've already reviewed Frankenstein, and we've already reviewed Reanimator. So yeah. it's like, I kind of want to do something that we haven't done, and we haven't talked about any of the Invisible Man movies. Yeah. Or and just about invisibility I and mean, <laughs> hollow man. I mean, there's a bunch. There is, there is. Um, and the invisible man series, the original like universal series, mm-hmm. there was like five or six of those. Like if you include the invisible woman. And yeah. I've, I've got the box set, I think on DVD. Abbott and Costello. I think invisible man is in Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein as well as Abbott and Costello meet the invisible man. Mm. So the character is always the same. Now Claude Rains only plays him once. Vincent One Price. Done. Vincent Price takes over the role um, for a couple of the movies too, as well. Yeah, I think I've only seen well, maybe one or two of the sequels. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen any of them. In fact, this was my first time seeing the original Invisible Man all the way through. Oh, okay, I was like, what? I had seen parts of it, beginning, middle, yeah. and here and there, but I'd never like in one setting. Yeah, this is one I've seen. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. I even got the the tattoo. I see that. And you know, it's funny that you bring that up. Uh, I remember we were at Mad Monster a couple of years ago and we were walking around 
And uh, some guy comes up to you and he goes, hey, I like your Invisible Man tattoo. And you're like, oh, thanks. And I said to him, I said, well, I have an Invisible Man tattoo. <laughs> and he looked at me and I said, yeah, it's right here. And I just showed him a blank spot on my arm. Yeah. And the guy did not find it you funny. You did not find it all. funny? Like he's <laughs> naked. He's just like, huh. This is where his pee-pee is. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> this is his butthole. But, you know, what do I know? It's funny. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Invisible Man from 1933 as well as Invisible Man from 2020. Yep. So a relatively new film. Yeah. Um, only about a year old at this point, because it did come out at the beginning of 2020. February. Yeah. But we'll talk about that when we get to that. Chronologically, Invisible Man from 1933 obviously comes first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only by about 87 years. years yeah. <laughs> um, keeping my math <laughs> intact here. Um, Invisible Man written, well, it's based on H.G. Uh, Wells. Right. Story from the 1800s. But uh, the screenplay was written by R.C., I'm going to say Sharif. I think it's Sheriff. Okay. Sheriff. Uh, Philip Wiley and Preston Sturgis. Directed by James Whale, who also directed Frankenstein. Yep. And Brad Frankenstein. And Brad Frankenstein. Uh, music by Heinz Romheld. Stars Claude Rains as Dr. Jack Griffin slash The Invisible Man. William Harrington as Arthur Kemp, Dr. Arthur Kemp. Gloria Stewart. Yeah, from Titanic. Old Rose. Yeah. Old Rose. <laughs> Old Rosie. <laughs> she plays Flora Cran- Cranley. Henry Travers, who's Clarence in It's a Wonderful <laughs> yeah, yeah. Life. He plays Got Doc- his wings. Dr. Cranley. Uh, Una O'Connor as Jenny Hall and Forrester Harvey as Herbert Hall. There's some other people in there, too. And Una O'Connor, she's in the Frankenstein. Uh, Frau Brucker. She's in uh, <laughs> uh, Bride of Frankenstein. She plays a very similar role. Yeah. She's got the, she's the innkeeper. Yeah. And, uh, her, her role is quite humorous in this movie <laughs> and her husband as well. Uh, budget for this movie, $328,033. That sounds like a lot of money for 1933. It does. It does. It's probably. And I'm sure it, that was a lot of money because Frankenstein was a huge hit. Dracula, you yeah. know, both preceded this movie. Box office for this was $2.8 million back then. Woo. Now. I read that the adjusted box office was $111 million hmm. if we adjust it. However, I mean, that's probably because of ticket prices raised. But talking just in monetary value, like if you took $2.8 million back then and you had it now, it would be equivalent of $56 million. Hmm. But the adjusted box office is different than inflation. Right, right. Because right. it goes up substantially more apparently <laughs> um so it, it raked in 111 million dollars nicely done so you're talking about 300 let's see one, one third so it's about a seven million dollar budget and it raked in 111 million dollars yeah in nice. today's money that's pretty good so yeah pretty <laughs> successful the plot okay guy turns invisible okay what'd you think <laughs> what'd you think um, this movie gets right to it it does it opens up it's snowing it's wintertime. Yeah, it's like a blizzard. And we get this mysterious stranger who comes into this inn. Yep, and he's all wrapped up. Can't see his face or anything. Yeah. And uh, he's got dark glasses on and a hat and a trench coat. Yeah. And he's carrying and a briefcase. Yeah, and it's kind of like a pub kind of. I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's an, inn. an inn. Yeah. But uh, I like how you got people you know, playing games and stuff. and Playing like, the piano. <laughs> dude, that, that part was so funny because I hadn't seen this movie in a long time. And when I was watching it, I was like, oh... Like that guy's clearly not playing the piano and then he takes his hands off the piano and it's still playing and, and the, the guy, guy puts, puts a quarter, quarter in. in. I was like, oh, okay. That's the joke. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a lot of humor in this oh, movie. Oh yeah. This movie's pretty um, funny. It, 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 especially like I said, the innkeepers, um, 
the halls who who own the the, the tavern. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he gets in there and he's like, "I want to." Ru-. He's angry. He's he's a dick. Like he walks in, he leaves the door open. Like born in a barn, buddy. Come yeah. on. He's Shut like, yes, door. I was. As a matter of fact, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't want to talk about it. He's like, you know what? A common misconception actually in the barn, we usually close the door. <laughs> it's houses that we leave the doors. Yeah. Open. Um, but he says, uh, I want a room. And they're like, we don't have any rooms. And he's like, I want a room. You're going to give me a room. You're going to give me food and you're going to give me privacy. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause I want a room and a fire. Yep. So they take him up. Uh, Miss Hall takes him upstairs and she like gets the, room all set for him and he's like now leave me alone i want to be left alone and she's like well i'm gonna go get the food for you so she goes and gets some food for him and she brings it up he's like hey you know do you take requests because you know, it sounds really good to be a, a ribeye maybe some mashed potatoes <laughs> uh she brings him up like a sandwich or something and uh she forgets the mustard mm-hmm. and so she brings up the mustard after that and he's already started eating and we get a glimpse as the audience of his bandages off yeah, just partially. So we see that there's no jaw. Yeah. And she kind of sees it too, but she's like, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she takes off. So she goes downstairs after delivering the mustard and she's like, uh, something's wrong with him. <laughs> yeah, I think she's like, like, hey, yo, 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 everybody listen up. <laughs> Dude's fucked up. <laughs> he's got, he's like a burn victim or yeah. something. Freak. So uh, he, he keeps being an asshole. Yeah. And... And around this time, we also cut back to his girlfriend. Who is Flora. Flora. And, uh, and her dad is the doctor that this guy works for. Yep. And she's really worried. He's been gone a long time. And like, yeah. he's like, oh, he's working on his experiments. Yeah. Nothing I told to, him he could work on about. his stuff in his own time. And that's mm-hmm. what he's doing. But they're still kind of like, what the fuck happened to him? <laughs> and all the shit in his office and his laboratory is gone. Yeah. And all of his notes are gone. And he's been really private about stuff. Cut back to him just being a dick to, uh, the, the everybody everybody <laughs> and he's got like uh, in his room he's like set up kind of a lab of sorts and he's testing things and he keeps talking about like i'm i gotta find a way back i must get back yeah this is back uh he demands that he be left alone and finally mrs hall has had enough and so she sends her husband up there she's like tell him he's got to get the fuck out because he hasn't paid us and well, before he <laughs> before she sends her husband up she goes up and uh he just slams the door in her face and she screams yeah. like for no reason she's like Wah! she does a lot of that cackle she, screaming she screams a lot in this movie and uh she's like kick him out and she yeah. has a drink <laughs> yeah she pours herself like a glass of gin yeah <laughs> straight up yep so he goes up there and he's like you got to get out and he's like fuck you i ain't leaving uh <laughs> So then they get like a policeman. He throws him down the stairs. Yeah, he does. He beats him up. the innkeeper down there. And then, yeah, the wife walks up and finds him at the... She screams. And he's not dead or anything. He's just like, oh, it's like... "Ah!" So they get the police and some of the townspeople who are down there getting drunk. And they're like, well, we'll go confront him. So they go upstairs and he's like, you all want to see me? And he starts taking off his bandages. Here's my nose. Like throws it at him. Throws the fake nose at him. And he takes off his bandages and he's invisible. Yeah. And he's like, ah! He's, He's like a, just a shirt, like yeah. <laughs> dancing yeah, around. Everybody freaks out, <laughs> rightfully so. Yep. And they try to capture him, but he like hits him and he throws books at him and he <laughs> breaks all of his stuff. And then he goes running about the town. <laughs> Dude, they, they, the, the, the chief of police says something. He's like, yeah, if he gets the rest of them clothes off, we'll never catch him in a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> he basically acknowledged like that dude gets naked. We're fucked. Yeah. And it's like, they're shocked, but they're like, he's invisible. He's invisible. <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. Um, 
but he runs. Oh, and we see him undressed in the room, and I thought that was funny too, because like he takes his pants off, and I realized uh, I never noticed it before, but the Invisible Man goes commando. Yeah, like, there's no underwear. He just goes straight from pants to dong. Listen, man, and and it's cold outside. You'd probably have some long johns on. You would think, right? Yeah. But he doesn't care. He walks around naked outside. Yep. <laughs> in the cold ass night. The snow is all melted. But now he's like <laughs> starting to like fuck with people. Yeah. Like he goes out there and he push, pushes the guy off his bike. Steals, he steals his bike. the bike and he rides it for like 10 feet. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Crashes it. Crashes it had to do it. with the broom. Yeah. He does he, all He tips over a baby carriage. That was kind of messed up. That was messed up. And doesn't he break into a bank and steal? Oh, uh, yeah. Later he like steals a, a drawer full of cash. And he goes out in the street and starts throwing money everywhere. Money from the Invisible Man. <laughs> Woo. So the doctors are like, what's going on? They look through his old, cut back to the doctors who are looking through his laboratory and they find a list of ingredients that he's been using. And one of it, I forget what it's called. Uh, Monocaine. Monocaine. And apparently this drug makes you go insane, but also makes, has made like the skin of dogs, like turn stone White. white. Yeah. Yeah. Like removes color. Yeah. And he's like, if he's been using that, my God. <laughs> and then he's oh, like, I hope well, he hasn't would, been meddling with that. He wouldn't have been using that because that turns people insane. And then Clarence. <laughs> Fucking Clarence. He's <laughs> like, every time a bell rings. He just fl- he flies in the room. <laughs> Got his wings. <laughs> he's like, he's like, yeah, but he wouldn't have read that because that's only in the German text. In the yeah. British text, it doesn't talk about people going insane. Yeah, and he's not smart like me. He doesn't speak yeah, German. He doesn't speak German. Ich bin ein Berliner. <laughs> And he says, uh, well, let's just, you know, go home and we'll figure everything out. We'll report that he's missing. Yeah. So Dr. Kemp goes home and he's like listening to the radio and reading. And all of a sudden the invisible man comes in and he starts talking to him. Yeah. He's naked. He's like, I'm naked. Right in front, my balls are right in front <laughs> yeah, of your face. Yeah, he's, <laughs> it's like, do you smell something weird? <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> I'm taking a bath in forever. Yeah. (laughs) Going commando. my duck butter. Just got lint. You just see lint like floating through the air. It's like this little lint (laughs) up That's my my belly button. (laughs) That's my dick lint. (laughs) Oh, and he like gets by the fire to warm his cold balls. Yep. (laughs) It's like, look, I need you to go get me some bandages, some dark sunglasses. And some clothes would be nice. (laughs) Yeah. So he gets him some PJs. And a bandage and some sunglasses, and then he wraps himself up. So now, and gloves. So now we can see him at yeah. least. And this is where I messaged you, and I was like, "That Claude Rains is really fucking short." Yeah, he's not a he's not a tall guy. In in uh, online, it said he was five seven. But I don't. Think I don't think five, so. Seven. Yeah, I think that's I think being generous. More like five five. He, maybe five, he was wearing lifts the day yeah. he measured at five seven. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> he was tiny. But uh, anyway. So now he's like got Kemp working for him. And he's like, if you don't work for me, I will kill you. <laughs> yeah. And I'm strong and I'll strangle you. Yeah. He says shit like that. He's like, I am strong <laughs> and, and I, I will strangle, strangle you. <laughs> um, but, uh, but Kemp's like, all right. Well, and it's weird because he's like, uh, yeah, he's like, he has this big plot. Like he's like, the world will grovel at my feet and I'll be able to, I'll have absolute power. And, and we're going to kill people, he says. Yeah. We'll, mur- we'll start off small. We'll yeah, just, murders of great men, murders of little men. Well, we won't be just yeah. to show we make no distinction. Yeah. He says, "Yep." And he's like maybe even a derail a train or two. Oh, I, that's the other thing about this movie that um, was surprising is how many people he kills. Yeah, he kills, he kills a, like 160. He people. kills a lot of people because he kills like 130 on the train alone. Yeah, yeah, 
and and then he kills like cops <laughs> he kills just randos um he's not very nice yeah and uh, like at the same like while he's telling kemp about his big plan he says something like hey you want me to want me to take these off and kemp's like no <laughs> he's like, like you want me to get naked in here <laughs> nah nah that's all right i'm, I'm good. good man <laughs> keep your clothes on um and then he he needs kemp to help him go retrieve his, his notebooks because he's like i left him in the hotel so they yeah. go back and uh he breaks in and then as he breaks in to get his books out they're having a meeting and be like what we're gonna do about this invisible man problem <laughs> yeah and the police chief's like it's there's all no, hooks yeah there's no invisible man and then all, of course the invisible man and here's this and he starts fucking with everybody and beating everybody up and throwing shit around and finally the police chief's like all right there's an invisible man <laughs> it's real but they leave and they go back and now kemp is like ah, i gotta call dr cranley so he calls clarence yeah he like sneaks away yep and he's like you because the invisible man's sleeping Mm-hmm. He's like, you got to come help me. He's like, you got to come now. He's like, he's I'll the, come in the he's morning. He's the invisible man. Yeah, that was weird. He's like, come right away. He's like, oh, he's invisible? Yeah, it sounds like it can wait. <laughs> yeah. But Flora overhears this call and she's like, you have to, is that Jack? She's yeah. Like, he's like, yes. And she doesn't know that he's invisible. No. And so she's like, I'll go with, I'll drive you. So they drive over there and then uh, the invisible man. He wakes up, he's talking to Kemp and he's kind of telling him some more things. I think this is around, this is all around the same time where he's yeah. like, Hey, some things you need to know about me. Um, I can't be seen, uh, for an hour after I eat. Cause the food like, uh, until it's digested, you can actually see it, Ugh. which that answered some questions that I had. Like, yeah. yeah. Would you see his food just floating around? Yeah. Is his poop invisible? I don't know. Probably not. He's like an hour after I eat and then <laughs> yeah and he's like uh, and then you'll just see a, like it go through my digestive system what if just if you, you just see a poop just appear out of the air and just gloop you're like oh god he's he's right there he's pooping <laughs> he just pooped on that dwarf <laughs> oh I like that oh shit we don't like getting pooped on by unknown people <laughs> show yourself <laughs> You're gonna poop on me. You better show yourself. Um, he, but he does talk to Flora, and he calls him, calls her darling, and yeah, he's kind of sweet to her. He makes fun of her hat, though. Yeah, she's wearing like a weird hat. He's like, oh, look at that funny little hat. Yeah, he becomes more loving, and he tells her he wants to come back yeah. again. He's like, I, I will come back. Yeah, and and he he <laughs> wants to get her away from danger, though. Yeah, but. As he's telling her all this, he also tells her that he's he he's gonna get himself back to normal. Then he's gonna sell his like uh, his potion potion to like the highest bidder, like yeah. basically like, and they'll rule the world with an army of invisible men. And she's kind of like, okay, yeah, she she's like, as really, long as you're back, yeah, she doesn't really she say much him. about it. She yeah. loves him. This is before <laughs> she met Jack Dawson. <laughs> yeah, on a ride over from the mm-hmm. Titanic. She's like, "Hey, while you were gone, I posed nude <laughs> yeah. for this guy." Actually, wait a second. What year did the Titanic crash? Before it was like 1912. Oh. Yeah. So she's like, "Eh, got a couple things to tell you." Yeah, there's some nudes of me out there. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> uh, I look a lot like Kate Winslet. <laughs> but Griffin realizes, or the Invisible Man, whatever, same person. He realizes that Kemp has betrayed him and he called the cops also. And so he tells Kemp, he's like, at 10 o'clock, I'm going to kill yeah, you. Yeah, I'm going to kill you tomorrow night. Yeah. So just so you know, at 10 o'clock, you're going to be dead. And he escapes. And he, this is when he starts going on the killing spree, when he starts like derailing, derailing trains. Train, yeah. And, uh, hundreds of deaths. 
Uh, he throws like people off a cliff. Yeah, and that's where he steals the the money from the bank. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, he's like, yeah, and like all the an police, evil Robin Hood. Yeah, they're all like walking like arms like locked to like try to find him, and yeah, he just randomly goes up and just kicks people in the ass. Yeah, yeah he throws one guy like off a mountain or a yep. hill. They're gonna use Kemp as bait though, because Kemp told him he's like, hey, they're gonna, he's gonna kill me at ten, and they're like, perfect, <laughs> that's great. As long as we're around at ten, we can capture him. Um, so they devise all these traps. They put like uh, earth. Like dirt down on a on a gate or a wall oh, on a, on the top of the wall because so, they're like yeah if he steps on there though we'll see it yep and they walk around a room with a net to kind of like make sure he's not in make there make sure he's not in there um so the Kemp's like hey we'll just disguise me so I can get away yeah they can dress him up like a cop yeah so he doesn't know where I am but the invisible man knows everything <laughs> and he's invisible. And so he follows Kemp around and Kemp's driving away and he's like, ha, got away from him. It's 10 o'clock and I'm not dead. Yeah. He was just, which makes sense. Like he just went to Kemp's house and just waited in his car because he knew he was going to drive away and try to leave town. Yeah. And then from the backseat, we hear the invisible man being like, well, I'm going to kill you now. And he's like, what? Yeah. He's like, but I didn't do anything. He's like, I heard you. I heard everything that you said. You betrayed me. You're an asshole. Yeah. I always, he's, he's like, I always thought you were, uh, a chicken basically he's like you're always where a chicken shit but now i know you're a rat as well <laughs> yeah is what yeah, he says exactly and he's like i'll do anything you want and he goes good just be quiet and sit there because yeah. i'm gonna release the handbrake and i'm gonna give you a little push he tells him that you're gonna take a little ride yeah yep. and then you're gonna fall about 100 yards so you could probably break your arm or something break or your, your leg. Arm, and then you'll flip over and then you'll break, break your neck and you'll be dead and then that all proceeds to happen <laughs> it's a pretty cool car crash too. it's fucking awesome yeah the car like blows up yeah. Awesome. I thought it was so cool. Like when he was like, this is all that's going to happen. And then he does it. And <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. we don't see him break a, his arm, a break man his of his neck, word. but we see it from a distance. And like David said, the car crashes down the cliff um, and it explodes <laughs> like all movies, right? <laughs> yeah. Car crashes and it like immediately blows up. Every car it explodes. has like dynamite in it. Yeah. Or, or <laughs> yeah. nitroglycerin you or just something. You shoot it or yeah, crash it into something, it'll blow up. Yeah. You didn't know there's a little packet of that in your car. If that hits, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. fucked. <laughs> the invisible man goes running. He finds a barn and he goes to sleep in the barn under some hay. And then the barnkeeper comes out and he's all, <laughs> this barnkeeper's pretty cool. He's just an old man. And he hears snoring and he sees the hay moving and he's, he's like, all, hmm. and he like, Toes out of there <laughs> like, like, um, like a creeper. He's all <laughs> goes to the cops. He's like, "Hey, you want the invisible man? He's in my barn." They're yeah. like, "What? There, you'll get a a thousand pounds." He gets for a reward, which is kind of good because before they tell him uh, about the reward, well, they mentioned it earlier in the movie, and I had kind of fr- uh, forgotten about it. And they're like, "All right, well, that's great. He's in there. We'll burn the barn down." <laughs> I thought the, I thought the guy was like, "No, no, no! Don't burn my barn down!" <laughs> but he's getting a thousand pounds. Oh, yeah, man. he can a, retire. Yeah, he's good. Like a thousand pounds that's a lot of money. back then. Oh now? Yeah. <laughs> that guy is rich. Uh they they start burning it down and of course Yeah, you see his little footprints in the snow. Which are which are shoe footprints. Yeah, they are. I noticed that too. Like <laughs> those aren't feet, those are shoes. Well, maybe the invisibility drug causes his feet to like turn into like one shape. <laughs> he just, doesn't have toes just anymore. A hoof. <laughs> <laughs> but he's running through the snow and uh they shoot him. Yep. And then they bring him to the hospital and uh, the doctor's like, well, 
you need to go get Flora because he's dying. And as the drug wears off, we'll be able to see him. Yeah, he'll yeah. appear as he, as his body, like as he dies, he'll come back. And they said like the, the bullet passed through both of his lungs. How does he know that? How do you examine someone you can't see? He's like, that'd be hey. tricky. He's like, hey, what do you think? Where do you think that bullet went? <laughs> he's like, it went through my lungs. He's, he's like, like, excellent. Okay. <laughs> My work here is done. He goes, you're, you're going to die now, probably. <laughs> He's like, well, shit. <laughs> but we'll be able to see you. <laughs> so Flora comes in, and they say they love each other or whatever. And uh, he says, uh, I meddled in things that man must leave alone. As he dies, his body gradually becomes visible again. Yeah, we start with, like, his skull. Yeah, we see, like, yeah. his bones and then eventually his flesh. And, yeah. yeah. And our, our one glimpse of Claude Rains in yeah. the whole movie. He's like, it was me the whole time. Claude Rains. <laughs> he winks at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Yeah. It's a short movie. Yeah, just a little over an hour. I think an hour and ten minutes or so. And that's what's kind of good about these old Universal movies is that they're, like, an hour. And that's why, yeah, they get right to the point. It's like, time is of the essence. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's get rolling. What'd you think? Um, I really like this movie. Um. I, well, first of all, it's quick, which yep. is, is good. I thought the comedy was really good. I laughed out loud actually, um, at a few different parts, especially with the innkeepers. Um, but primarily what does this for me is the special effects. Yeah. The special I, effects are amazing. I think the special effects are top notch and how they did some of them, obviously some of them they did with wires. Um, some of them they did with uh, black velvet. Yeah. Like negative art or <laughs> yeah. negative, whatever they call that. Um, so they put a black velvet sheet up and then they and dress they would put, Claude Rains. And they would put it over him. Yep. Or or his um, stunt double. Yeah. Because he had a double in some cases because mm. he didn't do all of the stunts or whatever. Um, they put him in black and then they like used, instead of green screen. Yeah. They would shoot with a yeah, black background. Can't really use green screen in black and white anyway. Right? Yeah. And then, they, and then they would shoot another shot with the background yeah. and then superimpose the two. Yeah. There's a really cool shot in the movie where he's standing in front of a mirror yeah. and he takes the bandage off. That's actually four shots. That's so crazy. You have the shot of, of the mirror, of the mirror, the shot of him facing it. And then you have to shoot it backwards to get the reflection. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, overall, I'm going to give it four out of five heads um it's uh it's just a really good movie i think the story is really good about this guy who's just going mad uh, not even because of the drugs though either i think just being invisible would drive a person fucking mad you know i think we've talked about this before but if we haven't i've definitely thought about this like if you're invisible you can't close your eyes to go to sleep your eyelids are invisible you'd still be seeing <laughs> like you like how you can't touch yourself because you have no like you don't know where your body is. Yeah. You just had to put something over your face. Yeah. It'd be crazy. You would go insane. Yeah. Like, you ever see hollow man? Yeah. Oh yeah. He goes nuts. Yeah. This in, is this, is it this movie or is it the next one that we're going to talk about where he talks about stairs? I think it was this one where he says like, it was weird, like adjusting at first. Cause like when you go up or downstairs, you're used to looking at your feet. Yeah. It's like, can't oh, yeah. See. yeah, it's true. You're tripping and falling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't you you can't you don't have that perspective the of even spatial like awareness grabbing something or driving a car or anything like that. Yeah. So it would be crazy. It would mm. be crazy. It's not something that I would want. Yeah. I wouldn't want to be invisible. <laughs> no. Yeah, cuz then what do you do? Cuz like when he's talking about how powerful he's going to be, it's like well, you can't really do anything other than like threaten people. Like 
you can rob, you can spy on people naked. Yeah, do a lot of that. A lot of of peeping. Yeah, if you're a peeping Tom, this is the this is the the special ability for you. you. Yeah, get some of that monocane. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, what are you going to do with it? Like, if you steal the money, I don't know. Unless you're going to spend it. Unless you can go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Like if you could turn it on and off. Yeah, that'd be the way. Yeah. What do anyway, you think? <laughs> I I love this movie. Um, of the Universal monster movies, this is one of my favorites. Um, really? Yeah. This one, Bride of Frankenstein and Frankenstein are probably my three. And I was thinking back, I gave Frankenstein a five. I think I actually like this movie more. But really? it's not but it's not a perfect movie, and neither is Frankenstein. And to be honest, if I could go back in time, I'd probably pull some points off of Frankenstein. Yeah. Um, because some of the acting is pretty wooden. Um Claude Rains is fantastic. Um, but some of like the extras, like the cops, like just kind of deliver their lines. Like it's the first time they've seen it. But I, but I also think that's part of it. I think yeah. that like, there's Cause some of it's funny. Like there's one where somebody says something and the guy just goes, Oh yeah. He's like the, could, the one cop. Could, Cause he's supposed to be stupid. Yeah. He's like, we could just trap him. And they're like, yeah, we could do that. Or we could do this. And he's like, Oh, Oh <laughs> yeah. And then like, I love the Uno just dump paint Uno, on him. Yeah. Uno O'Connor character. Uh, I love her, but she's way over the top. She's great. There was a scene also where like, they're all running from the inn when he's like trashing it. And, uh, the husband just leaves her in the dust and she's like, wait for me. <laughs> um, yeah. But overall, I think this movie is really creative. It's funny. Uh, for the time that it came out, like the special effects are just amazing. I'm saying people back in 1933 must have been this losing had to blow their your mind. shit. Yeah. So really cool. So I'm going to give it a four and a half. Okay. Fair so, enough. Yeah. So 4.25 overall. Yeah. It's definitely a movie that I think everybody should see. I'm, I am I actually want to go and uh, watch some of the other ones, the sequels, just yeah. to see. Like, I don't know what else they could do. Obviously, it's not Claude Rains, right? It's a different Invisible Man. Um, it's probably not even the same character. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, think. I don't know. Just someone who's got the notes, you know, <laughs> I'm going to be invisible too. Um, but you know, this series went on for like 20 years. I think well into the fifties, they were making invisible man hmm. movies, the visible woman, shit like that. Invisible dog started getting desperate. Towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, they have remade this movie in different shapes and fashions over time. Like I, I mentioned hollow man with Kevin uh, Bacon. You ever see um, memoirs of an invisible man? Yeah, that's John Carpenter. Yeah. Uh, directed and Chevy that Chase. And Chevy I've Chase. never seen that movie. Yeah. I've seen it. It's actually not that bad. Really? Cause I've heard it's bad, but no, it's not that bad. Okay. I think everybody I expected see it. it to be like a com- comedy because it's like Chevy, Chevy Chase. Chase. Yeah. And it's not so much a comedy. Is Daryl Hannah? Is that yeah. the female lead? Yeah. Okay. It's been years since I've seen it. I've seen it, I think, twice. Uh, the first time, like when it came out, and I remember. Thinking, I remember wanting to see it. I remember thinking it was going to be like Fletch. Yeah. Right, but it's not. And then I saw it again a few years ago. Uh, I was going through a John Carpenter kick, and I was just watching like a bunch of John Carpenter films, and uh, that was one of them. And I was like, "This isn't that bad." Yeah, I need to see that now. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll watch it. that just sometime buy it. soon. I think I might even have it recorded like on my DVR. Yeah. I mean, like, you're a big John Carpenter fan. You might as well just buy it to be a completionist, mm-hmm. right, at some point. Yeah. Anyway, so there's Memoirs of Invisible Man. There's uh, Hollow Man. There's uh, The Invisible Man from 2020, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, was written and directed by Lee Winnell. Uh, music by Benjamin Walfish. You know Lee Winnell is, right? Lee Winnell? Yeah. Hmm. Saw. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, he wrote that and started that right mm-hmm. 
Uh, music by Benjamin Wallfish. Uh, stars uh, Elizabeth Moss. Wallfish, that's a name. That is a good name. think of a big mouth Billy Bass. That's a yeah. wallfish. <laughs> like, Take me to the river. <laughs> uh elizabeth moss from uh she was in us Mm -hmm. she plays cecilia mad men uh yeah aldous hodge plays james uh who's like her friend he's a cop uh storm reed is uh, james's daughter sydney harriet dyer is cecilia's sister emily michael dorman as tom griffin oh they used the griffin name so there's jack griffin in the original movie Yep. And their last name is Griffin. I just got that mm. just now. Anyway, uh, Michael Dorman is Tom Griffin and his brother Oliver or Oliver Jackson Cohen is Adrian Griffin. Adrian's the quote unquote invisible man. He's the Jack Griffin of yeah, this movie. And Tom is his brother. Um, Oliver Jackson Cohen might know from Haunting of Hill House mm-hmm. and The Curse of and Bly Manor. Bly Manor. Is it The Curse? No, The Haunting of Bly Manor. Whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs> I always fuck that one up. That's the one I didn't like as much, but whatever. Uh, budget for this movie is $7 million. Box office was 140.6. Now, here's the thing about the box office with this movie. It probably could have been more, but this movie came out in February of 2020, right before COVID. Oh, yeah. And right before everything started That's shutting true, just down. Just a couple weeks before. So it was only in the, well, it was in the theaters for a while. But it's like the first two or three weeks is when it had good uh, box office numbers. And then it was still like number one at the box office, but it was like $186,000 in like week five or something. So it was like yeah. it 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 was, was released right before like COVID-19 shut everything fucking down. So that's a lot of money, though. So to get $140.6 million for this. And for an R-rated movie, like that's pretty good. And to top it all off, this originally the original concept they they didn't follow that for this version but the original concept from universal was hey we're gonna do universal monsters kind of like the mcu Mm -hmm. that's right they were gonna redo a bunch of them and they started with the mummy with tom cruise (laughs) yeah and it bombed and that bombed in fact i think that movie cost like 200 million dollars to make yeah, it was a big flop. And it didn't even make that much money. I, my numbers might be off, but it cost a lot of money and advertising was a lot and it didn't make that even worldwide. They would need to have made $250 million to break even and they didn't make that. So they canceled their plans to have like a Universal Monsters universe of movies, but they still have the rights to all these movies. So Invisible Man was one of them and invisible man was a bloom house right yeah blumhouse blumhouse whatever i mispronounce stuff all the time <laughs> though thankfully you're here uh so invisible man they rewrote and redid and and they remade so that's what we got here interesting thing about that like if you're gonna revitalize the universal monsters do you start with the fucking mummy no well didn't they also do a dracula movie is it called like Dracula Rising or I feel like there was another one. But it was going to start the whole like universe concept, like the Marvel universe, but only with more monster, universal monsters was going to start with this mummy one. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that is kind of weird. It's like, why would you do that? And it's an action adventure movie starring Tom Cruise. Listen, I'm not going to hate on Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. I, I love that he went off on a bunch of people the other day. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Told them all to fuck off. Uh, if they weren't going to wear their masks and he was going to fire every single one of them. I was like, yeah, you go Tom Cruise. It was good. But he is not the person to be in this movie, like a horror movie. Yeah. And they made it an action. They made it a Brendan Fraser type. (laughs) 
Yeah, and and that's what one thing. I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself. That I like uh, that I think is neat about this movie is they don't do that. No, well, like like I said, Blumhouse kind of took over. Yeah, and if they're producing something, I'm not saying everything that they make is great, but they do a good job. They got a pretty good track record. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't have started with the Mummy. I would have started with the Invisible Man mm-hmm. and made it like my Iron Man, like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one, right? And then I would have gone on to do or like Wolfman, right? And I know they remade that a couple of years ago with uh, Benicio del Toro, but you could have done like a Wolfman that could have been like your mm-hmm. Iron Man, right? Because he's kind of a good guy. Yeah, Wolfman, yeah, right? right. At least his human form is right. So you could he's have. Had, he's your Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you definitely could have gone somewhere with that, and uh, you know, Van Helsing. You could even bring in that character and kind mm-hmm. of just have this whole fucking thing, but they ruined it. <laughs> I'm not saying Tom Cruise ruined it, but Tom Cruise fucking ruined it. <laughs> oh, Tom. Tommy boy. All right. Plot of this movie. Cecilia is in a shitty relationship. We don't see it, but we know it. Yep. And later she she kind of alludes to things. She never directly says, but we know that he's physically abusive. Adrian is physically, emotionally, mentally yeah. controlling and yep. abusive. He pretty much locks her up in his house. Now, he's kind of like... Uh, like uh, Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Not, he's like an Elon Musk yeah, type yeah. guy. There you go. Elon yeah. Musk. He's an asshole. He's like <laughs> Elon Musk. He's like this rich guy who does like optic work. Right. And he's like number one in his field. He's like a genius. And he's like super wealthy living in Silicon Valley. Yeah, that house is pretty cool. That house is fucking rad. Yeah, and it's got like a nice be- uh, view of the ocean. I mean, his bedroom is... I would fall asleep instantaneously <laughs> listening to that ocean. Yeah. And I would never wake up probably. I'd dead yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but i could just fall asleep like to the sound of like rain if it's Mm. raining outside oh yeah i'm just my favorite (sighs) yep so she like drugs him yeah and similar to the original uh invisible man this movie gets right to it gets right to the point yeah so yeah she drugs him with a diazepam yep she makes him fall asleep and then she sneaks out she knows his passwords and everything and uh, she opens up all the locks and she's sneaking out. And then his dog is there. Zeus. And the dog doesn't hate her or anything. In fact, the dog likes her. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't take you with me. And she like takes his collar off and he's, he's, like, sh- he's got a shock collar. This is how much of an asshole this guy yeah. is. He has a shock collar on his fucking dog because he's a dick. Takes that off. But as she does that, she bumps into the car. Yeah. And, and the, the alarm, alarm goes, goes off. off. And this guy is paranoid, <laughs> a beyond paranoid. Uh, as she's sneaking out too, she sees like his different little experiments in his room and she sees something that kind of catches her eye and she's all, huh? Eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. She leaves. So then she goes running. She jumps over the wall, heads through the woods and uh, she's waiting for a car to arrive. And she's like, where is she? Where is she? And meanwhile, she looks back and she sees the light in the house come on. And yeah. She's, she's like, like, oh shit. And it's pretty fucking tense. Car shows up. It's her sister. She gets in. She's like, drive. This kind of pissed me off, though. Her sister's like, what? What's, well, going, what's on? going on? What are you doing? It's yeah. Like, just drive. Words, like, did they not talk about this beforehand? Yeah. It's like four o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Obviously, I'm in some sort of trouble. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird, too. She's like, oh, uh-huh. yeah. It's like, yeah. Obviously, if you called me up and were like, hey, even if you didn't explain anything, you're just like, meet me at four and I want to get out of here. Yeah. And this random street. Yeah, and in the middle did, of the night, and you run up and and you're like, "Let's go, 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 go I go, would go. go. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, "What crime did you commit? <laughs> yeah, where's the body? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to take you to the police station?" <clears throat> but anyway, as she's not moving, he comes up to the car. 
Yeah, douche. Yeah, and he's like, open the fucking door. Yeah, he punches right through the window. Dude's like, strong. Ooh. Yeah. Um, and anger issues. And he's like grabbing her, and she's like, drive, drive. They pull away, but the diazepam mm-hmm. falls to the ground as yeah. she's trying to get in the car. And so he like sees it. And he he like puts two and two together. Picks it up. So she goes to her friend's house. This is James. He's a detective and his daughter, Sydney, and she's staying there. Yeah, and, and this, is, this is two weeks later. Yeah, two weeks later, and she's still f- fucking freaked out. She's like, he's going to find me. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's staying with his dad. And this guy, this fucking Aldous Hodge, James, Detective James, this dude is yoked. Dude, that guy was huge. I'm like, what the fuck? That guy was buff. That guy eats creatine sandwiches <laughs> and fucking A. That guy is fucking yoked. Yeah, he's pretty jacked. So that's why she's staying with him because she's like, no one's gonna fuck with this no, guy. He's a cop. I certainly would fuck with him. Fucking Jack, and he's huge. Yeah, and he's nice. Yeah, he's a good dude. <laughs> and so he's just staying there. Well, I wish they'd get together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I kind of didn't understand the relationship. Like at first, I thought like him and the sister mm. were like maybe had a relationship, and that's how she knew him. Yeah, I got the sense that they were just like lifelong friends. I mean, after a while, but like I'm, I'm just saying, the first oh, time yeah, I yeah, saw yeah. it, like I didn't know if the, you know what was going on so she gets something in the mail though before that the sister comes over to the house yeah and she's pissed this is before she gets the letter and she's like hey why are you here like he knows like that you're my sister he's gonna follow you oh yeah and she's like i need to tell you something and she's like kind of going off on her she's like listen he's not coming he's dead yep and she shows her an article and it's like whatever billionaire dies apparent apparent suicide And so she's like, oh, okay. Well, that makes things a little bit better. Yeah. And then she gets a letter in the mail one day. And then when she gets the letter, she's like, no one knows where I live. This is is weird. But it's from his brother's law office. And basically she has to go. So her sister's representing her as they listen to the brother say, listen, my my brother was an asshole, but he left you $5 million. Yep. And you're going to be getting $100,000 tax-free. Yep. Every month. Every month for the next four years or so. Yep. And then the only condition is that you can't commit a crime. And I think was you have to be sane, something like that. There's yeah. like a couple couple little conditions. Yeah. As long as you do that, money's yours. Yep. And we'll start depositing the money uh, immediately. Just give me their bank account information. So now she's celebrating. She decides she's going to open an account for uh, the girl. Yeah. Give her $10,000 a month for the next 12 Col- Yeah, college so fund. College. And then she buys a ladder for the dude. I'm like, that dude got screwed. <laughs> I, thought the, I thought the same thing. I was like, I got a ladder. Yeah. Oh, you just got $5 million? This is the... And I get a ladder. It's not even a good ladder. Give me one of those telescoping ones that I can <laughs> adjust at least. This one's just a, like a step ladder. Yeah. Well, I thought that too, and I still think that. However, she is helping him out by paying for her his Yeah, they're paying college. the college. Like, that's a nice gesture. Yeah. It's not just for the daughter. It's for him, too. Yeah. But whatever. But yeah, it was kind of like a little fucking ladder. (laughs) So, but then some weird shit starts happening. Yeah. Like, she thinks someone's still watching her. Yep. And she's making breakfast, like, for the family. And we see a knife that's on the counter. And it just, like, moves off the table. Like, we don't even know where it goes. It just kind of disappears. And then all of a sudden... uh, The bacon starts on fire. Yep. Yeah, she's got like a griddle or something like that. And then the, the all of a sudden, the burner gets turned way up and mm-hmm. starts a little fire. Just little things like that start happening. And she still thinks like something's going on. Something's not right. 
that night uh, the door opens like because she goes into the kitchen she comes back and all of a sudden now the door's open and she goes outside to like kind of investigate and it's cold and we see her breath and then you can also see breath behind her which that was cool several strange events happen uh she's sleeping and like she passes out at a job interview and she opens her portfolio to show the interviewer and nothing's in there and then she passes out she goes to the doctor (laughs) and the doctor's like you have diazepam in your system yeah and she's like that's that doesn't make sense i don't take that except for the fact that now there's a bottle of diazepam in her the same one yeah and it's in the house she's like oh shit it's the one that she lost. Dude, that job interview thing where he messed with her. I remember the first time I saw it. This is the second time I've seen this movie. But the first time I saw it, I laughed because that's something I've always joked about. Like, if I was, like, an invisible man, just ways that I would with mess people? with people is, yeah, I would go into a job interview, like, while you're interviewing, and I'd just fart or something yeah. like that. Just, yeah, like, while like while you're talking. The interviewer knows that it's not him. It's like, you just farted. Yeah. Or for you, like, you're like, did that guy just fart? I don't yeah. even know if I want to work for somebody yeah. who would do something like that. <laughs> Um, or if like the poop thing was real, just poop on the desk in the middle of the internet. Just, that, just poop just falls out that, of nowhere. Did you just conjure poop? Yeah, I conjured it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want that kind of sorcery uh, in my office. Uh, oh yeah, and the the doctor when she's talking about the diazepam, she the, tells she's, she's like, tell hey, I need to tell you something else too. And like that's when she sees the bottle and she's like, fuck, and she just hangs up. Yeah, she starts like freaking out. Um, but then she goes with James to meet with Tom and she's like, look, Adrian faked his own death. I know he did. He told me that if I ever left him, he would find me and he would fuck with me. And I know that this is what's going on. And they're just like, no. And she even says he's found a way to turn himself invisible. Like, yeah. She figures it out pretty quickly. And, and Tom's like, he's fucking with you. He fucked with me my whole life. He's fucking with you. I'm glad he's dead. Death. Yeah. And the greatest genius that he pulls isn't inventing invisibility it's convincing you that he could invent invisibility yeah and keeping you paranoid for the rest of your life yeah. that's that's the kind of person he is or so was. she goes home and she's talking to sydney who's like trying to cheer her up and sydney gets hit yeah and then blames it on cecilia well she had her head turned like because I, I had to rewind that okay yeah because she wasn't looking when she got hit so she thought that cecilia hit her yeah and around the same time too um Cecilia's sister gets an an email, quote unquote, from Cecilia, Cecilia, like telling her off and saying, "I don't want you in my life." And I wish you would have died. Yeah, that of course you know she didn't send. No, and so James takes his daughter and he's like, "You need to get the fuck out of my house if you're gonna do this. You're mm-hmm. acting weird. You're crazy now." And so they leave the house though, and she's there and she's like talking to this invisible man. Yeah, she's like, "I know you're. I know you're in here." She puts coffee grounds on the floor to like, "Hey, if you're <laughs> gonna smart. step there, I can see it." And uh, then she's like, oh, maybe he's got his cell phone with him. So she calls him and she hears the cell phone up in the attic. Yeah. She's like, what? So she climbs up in the attic and she sees the cell phone there. She sees a knife. Uh, yeah. In a Ziploc bag. That she proceeds to open up and put her fingerprints all over. Yeah. 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 It's like, don't do that. Which is so stupid. <laughs> and then. Her, um, her portfolio is up there. Her portfolio is up there. And then she hears something. There's like this little like <laughs> this clicking sound. It's like a very faint like. She hears something and she goes over um, to the opening for the attic where the ladder is and uh, something like either grabs her or I don't know what it was, but she takes a can of paint, she dumps it. And that's when we see, I think she hears a noise and she thinks he's on the ladder. So yeah, yeah, he, he, she dumps the paint can over and sure enough, that's where we get our first glimpse. Yeah. And he's got a suit on. Yeah. 
If you got like trichophobia though, which is a fear of holes, <laughs> you don't watch this movie because that fear suit. Of holes. Yeah, no, that's a real thing. My daughter has it. Really? My daughter. Like she's afraid she's gonna fall in a hole. No, 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 no. Not a fear of like holes. A fear of like little tiny holes. Hmm. Like like un. Uh, it it makes my skin crawl too. Like <laughs> it's not a. It's it's an irrational fear mm-hmm. of. Like objects that have like, okay. Like if you were looking at, um, some, some people can look at like soap bubbles Yeah, and there's like all those different like holes, mm-hmm. they're bubbles, but there's like holes and it makes their like skin huh. crawl. This suit has all these different yeah. holes all over it where all the cameras are. And it looks, I, <laughs> it does something to me also. I have something like that, but it's not holes. What is it? Uh, it's cotton. Oh, you don't like, you're afraid of cotton? Like, uh, like dude, cotton balls? Yes. Oh, God. Like, yeah, just talking. The sound it makes, like if you rub it together. <laughs> I get goosebumps. Like, See, so, and I get goosebumps awful. thinking about the holes. Oh. Now, I don't have it like that bad, but my daughter, my daughter, I've tried to like kind of wean her out of it. Not like, look at these fucking holes. <laughs> We're going to look at these. But I don't bring it up so much if I see it anymore. Yeah. And, um, I was showing her something the other day. Oh, I was making pancakes. You know how, when you make pancakes, it bubbles. Yeah. 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 And then when the bubbles start popping, that's when you know to flip it. And so I was teaching her how to make pancakes and the holes started appearing at it, but I just didn't even bring it up and she didn't mention anything. So that's good. Hopefully she's getting out of it, but it, um, there, there's a season of American horror story. Uh, it's, um, the season called cult, Mm -hmm. um, where the woman has a fear of like holes. Interesting. It's a, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Look it up sometime. Huh. Um, hmm. And you can see pictures of it online. Like it's a well-known fear, but I've heard the cotton thing before. I just didn't know you had it. Yeah. So my, my sister has it too. So cotton swabs, does that do anything? No, to you? that doesn't bother me. It's just cotton balls. Yeah. Um, same thing with like really dry fabric. Like I have to buy new socks like every few months, like I'll throw away all my socks and buy new ones. Cause if they get too dry, same effect. Yeah. It's gross. Is it like the, the, the sound or the feeling? It's both. The touch, the feel of cotton. <laughs> You're like, what's your number Like, I hate your number. That's crazy. Yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, everybody's got a fear, man. Mm-hmm. And, and they're irrational fears, right? I understand, like... This one's not even... I wouldn't say it's... Like, I'm not afraid of cotton balls, but like... But it's... A, it's just, it creeps it, you it, out. It gives, yeah, it gives me the willies. It's a phobia. Yeah. It's not, Yeah, you don't think you're going to die from it. <laughs> yeah, cotton balls. But it's irrational. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Why, why does that, why creep does that me bother out? me? And the holes thing creeps me out too. <laughs> you like, I, like, like you getting the goosebumps. Like I get the chills. Yeah. So don't watch this movie. If you have that, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> because there was some parts I was watching last night where I was like, all right, I don't need to see this suit Mm-mm. anymore. <laughs> um, and there's a good fight. So like after she dumps the paint on him, like there's like a, a struggle and like, she's trying to find him. And she's, he's like the sink running, so he's like washing the paint off of him. Yeah, he washed the paint off of his suit. And then they, they proceed to fight. Yeah. And it's awesome. Like, she's have getting dragged seen, around and thrown. Like, Have you ever seen the clip of like how they did that? No. The guy in the green suit who's he's just like dragging her around and yeah. stuff? It's pretty cool. They, they, she's on wires I was gonna say, also. They had to use wires, right? Because he throws her across the room and stuff. That's pretty cool. And that's the other thing about this movie. Does this suit make him like a fucking superhero also? Because the dude is like fucking strong. He's pretty strong. Yeah. Because he throws around like a rag doll. It's stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. Fuck you. Cotton balls. Cotton <laughs> balls. No, cotton no. balls. <laughs> I'm just going to carry around two cotton balls. Anytime you piss me off, I'm going to throw them at you. Or just pull it apart a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So you can hear the squeak of it. 
<laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> this episode's over. <laughs> the fucking podcast is over. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> oh, um, shit. But she escapes, so she gets away from him. I think she calls an Uber. Yeah. Uh, and she even is like very quick to get in the car, like to make sure he didn't like get in Sneak with her. In, yep. Yeah. And, and she's like, like, drive me to his house, basically. Yep. So they go over to his house and she's like, I'm going to be a couple minutes or I'm going to be 20 minutes. Can you just wait for me? And the Uber driver's like really cool. He's like, yeah, yeah sure. sure. I'm getting paid. <laughs> it was a long ass drive too. He probably made some good money. Yeah. Yeah. And the dog's still in the house. Yep. So like, okay. Which I was like, wait a second. If the dog's still, who's feeding who's this feeding dog? dog? Adrian. Yeah. Well, I know oh. that, but I'm just, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying like, like for other people. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, exactly. So she goes in. And how the- did he get the dog? She let the dog go. I guess he found it. Put up some well, signs. I think he listened. The dog was probably like, where am I going to go? Yeah, he put, he put some signs up. He's like, if found, please call. Oh, shit. Um, yeah. I'm dead. So <laughs> Call my brother, Tom. Yeah, 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 he'll take care of it. So she goes in there, and she finds the suit. Yep. And, and she figures out how to use it, too. Yeah, so she takes, or she finds a suit. Yeah. And she takes it, and she hides it. And then the Invisible Man comes back, and uh, he sees her. She sees him, kind of. She sees his footprint on mm-hmm. the carpet. And she like pushes him. He like grabs her. She runs. She gets into the Uber and she she heads for Z Hills. Yeah, and she calls like while they're driving away. She calls her sister and she's like, "Hey, listen, like I know you're pissed at me, I know, but we gotta talk. Like, there's things I need to tell you, and we need to meet somewhere public." Yeah. So they meet at this restaurant, dude. The sister's such a <laughs> bitch, a to, bitch this to the waiter. Waiter. Yeah. Oh yeah, she was really. I didn't rotten. even know why we needed that scene, but whatever. I thought it was kind of funny. Well, and I also... His name was Taylor. She was so mean to Taylor. I guess it also shows that if they had to ask Taylor, like, hey, was anything suspicious going on? He's like, yeah, they were... She was not happy, and they were obviously fighting about something. That's a good point. Plus, uh, fucking Cecilia looks like shit right about now, and she's going to start looking even worse. (laughs) They're sitting there at dinner, and and she's talking to her. She's like, hey, Adrian can find himself can make himself well i don't know if she even says this she's like but i can prove that adrian's still alive yeah she's he's like fucking with me yep and as she's saying that all of a sudden the sister's eyes get kind of big and she looks and and cecilia's like what and right next to cecilia like this knife is like it's just floating floating and then it goes right to her sister's neck slices her throat yeah and goes right and back the, into cecilia's hands yep awesome <laughs> dude it, and it's weird i'd already seen this movie and i completely forgot about it so when it happened when i was watching it last night i was like holy shit yeah yeah it was it got me again yep and then uh and everybody in the restaurant's like, just like oh my god and she's like you know standing there and i think at first she's like holding her hand so that she can't drop the knife yeah but then like eventually she trembles and she drops, drops a knife bit. and she we like got a bunch of we got a bunch of witnesses that you just killed your sister. Yep. And they take her to the mental hospital basically. Yep. And even James is like, why, you know, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, he's here. He's invisible. And she's like talking to like the corners and like they, they like lock her up into the mental hospital and she's like, I see you. I see you. And she sounds like every mental patient. Yep. Sounds like a crazy person. And you're like ranting and raving, but she's not crazy. Yeah. So that makes you kind of think is like how many of these crazy people are not crazy. <laughs> are just being fucked with by an invisible man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's gotta be at least one, at least one running around with his <laughs> dong out. He's like, I'm fucking with you. Um, <laughs> oh, so, and this is the first time we actually, hear adrian speak to her since going to surprise yeah he says surprise yeah he says that a couple times yeah or like text text it yep it's like it's not it ceases to be a surprise if you keep saying surprise (laughs) surprise you 
Yeah, and we also find something out at this point too. Yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, she got she got his baby in her. So Tom did, shows up. Oh, go oh, ahead. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say how did that happen? Like well, did he, it's only been a couple weeks. That's true. So she was already She was already Oh yeah, because pregnant. we we find Tom, out later. Tom That's right. explains to her. So Tom shows up and he's like, "Look, you weren't supposed to commit a crime. You weren't supposed to be insane." Yeah. We're shutting the money. You're going to lose your money. Do not pass go. And then he like starts whispering. He goes, "Unless you agree to keep the baby." And now she knows that Tom knows mm-hmm, that, that he's, he's not still dead. alive. Yeah. And she's like, fuck you, throws all the papers on the ground. And she grabs a pen. A pen, because he's got some extra pens in his briefcase. briefcase. And she like takes it. And Tom's like, I'll be back in three days. Yeah, we in can case talk you change your mind. So she goes into her room and uh, you know, she hides the pen. And uh, after the guard leaves or the orderly mm-hmm. leaves, she grabs the pen and she turns the shower on and she's like, fuck, fuck you. You're not, you're, take, not, yeah. you're not getting the baby and you're not getting me. And she goes to stab herself in the wrist and she's going to slice her wrist with the pen. And uh, all of a sudden the invisible man grabs her hand and she's like, there you are. And she stabs him in one of the cameras, right? Yeah. Several times. Which starts shorting out the cameras. Yeah, it kind of glitches. So he'll be invisible, but then visible partially. Yep. And so you it's can. It's a pretty cool effect. Yeah. So they get into a fight. Orderly comes in and he's like, what the fuck is going on in here? Or guard or somebody comes in and then he sees the invisible man up here. Like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to grab his taser to tase him, but he gets tased because Adrian's fucking superhuman. Yeah. He's more human than human. <laughs> yes, he is. He's the astro creep. So we start hearing Rob Zombie music play. As, <laughs> that would be cool. Like if all of a sudden Doing that like, montage, yeah, yeah. just or, a montage yeah. of him beating everybody yeah. up. He's like, because he beats the shit out of a lot of people. He shoots cops in the knees. He doesn't kill. He doesn't anybody, kill anybody, which is interesting. Because I would not want witnesses. That's what I was thinking too. Is like, well, now there's all these witnesses that know that she's not crazy. Right. Now for the movie, that makes sense, right? Because then all of a sudden she can go. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. And they're all like, yeah. But I agree. Like, it didn't make any sense to leave witnesses. No, but he doesn't kill anybody. No. Well, he kills our sister. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the other thing, too. He's already killed. So what's the point? I don't know. Maybe he's like, I don't know. But he says to, okay, so there's all this killing happening. Okay. All this, well, fighting. And it's pretty cool. And then she chases him out into the rain. That's a cool scene, too. Like in the parking lot, kind of a cat and mouse chase. And he grabs her and he's like, look. Uh, I will not kill you. Yeah, I can't because you, you have my baby. baby. I can't but hurt I can you. But I kill people that are close to you. Yeah. And he's going to go kill Sydney. Yep. The daughter. And so he takes off. And so she she steals this uh, guy's car. <laughs> he, uh. he crashes his car because Adrian's driving away and causes this guy to crash. And the guy gets out of his car and he's like, my nose, my nose. And she gets in the car and she's like driving away. And there's somebody on the Bluetooth phone and it's talking. He's yeah. like, what's going on? Uh, it's like, on? he's fine. He's fine. Henry? Who's this? <laughs> she's gangs up on her. Yeah. Um, Which I thought was a good uh, plot device. Cause it also get now gives her a phone. Yes, exactly. So she calls James. And uh, she's like, something's going to happen to Sydney. It's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, he's going to attack her. Yep. So Sydney's at home and she starts hearing something and she sprays Mace. Mm-hmm. And, and she, she gets, him. gets him. How it gets through the suit, I don't know. You'd think you'd make the suit waterproof, right? <laughs> I, did I ever tell the story about how I got Mace sprayed in my face? No, I don't think so. I was like eight. Oh, God. 
and I was at my stepmom's and dad's house. <laughs> like, I, was, I was rioting. <laughs> <laughs> I was at my stepmom's dad's house. And my stepmom was a court reporter in uh, downtown. And so she kept mace like in her purse. Mm. It wasn't in her purse. I wasn't snooping through her purse or anything. Um, but just in case, right? Right. Well, I was just snooping around, not in her purse, but it was, <laughs> it was like, it was, it was sitting somewhere. It was sitting somewhere like, you know, like where letters would be and like yeah. pens and like this whole little thing. And there was this stuff. I didn't know what it was. So I grabbed it and I pressed on it and it went right, right in, in my face? fucking eye. Oh God. That burned like a mofo. <sighs> they had to take me to the emergency room, flush oh. out my eyes. My dad, my sisters came in the room. I was screaming. My sisters screamed and ran away. <laughs> Brett's dead. <laughs> I get his toys. Some invisible man came in and maced his ass. <laughs> my dad comes in the, the room and he's trying to help me, but the mace is still in the air. And so it's affecting his eyes too. They finally get me down to the emergency room and they flush out my eyes. And obviously I'm okay now. Yeah, right. It sounds awful. But uh, ever since then, I've had a fear of holes. <laughs> <laughs> I was never able to put on socks again. <laughs> no, so, uh, but yeah, it hurts. Anyway, hmm. Sydney sprays Mason in his fucking eyes. He starts going down, but starts attacking her. Yeah. Uh, James comes in with his gun and he's fighting an invisible person now. So as yoked as this guy fucking is, and as much as I bet this guy can fight because he's a detective, you know? Yeah, he gets his ass beat. He gets his ass kicked. Yeah. Because you can't see. Yeah, exactly. Like, how do you fight like what you can't see? So he's guess, just kind of swinging at nothing. I guess I would just try to, like, wrestle him. Yeah. And I would just close my eyes. <laughs> I'd just be like... I can feel him. Don't poke my eyes. Like, yeah. Are you naked? Is this a suit? Wait a, wait a second. Is it a, a dick? Are you aroused? <laughs> so then all of a sudden, Cecilia comes in and she's got a fire extinguisher. That's pretty smart. She sprays it at him, which causes an outline. Mm-hmm. And then she grabs a gun. She, she just shoots him like four or five times. Yeah. Fills him full of lead. He <laughs> falls down dead. Yay. The suit breaks then. She unmasks him, and it was the brother. Surprise! What a twist! <laughs> well, then, come to find out, Adrian is not dead. Adrian's been kidnapped by his brother. Yeah, and he's been being held prisoner in his house. In his own house, while his brother's been doing all this shit. However, Cecilia doesn't buy it. Bullshit. James is telling her, look, all this stuff, you're not going to be in a mental hospital, you're not going to be charged with the the murder, all this other kind of shit. Yeah, we can we can prove that what happened. That Tom did all this. Yeah. And, and she's like, look, James, if he could fake his own death, he can fake his own kidnapping. Yeah, he set he set this up. And she's like, and I can prove it. And so Tom uh, James agrees he's gonna like basically wire her and she's gonna call up Adrian and be like, hey, let's meet. Mm-hmm. So he she goes over to Adrian's house and he's being really nice and he's like, look, I just it's been a tough time and da 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 da. Sorry you made me hit you yeah. so many times. Yeah. That <laughs> Sorry, asshole. I was an asshole. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah. But I want to get, I want to have this kid and I want to be in your life. I want to be in the kid's life. And uh, it wasn't me. Yeah. And she's like, it was you. Yeah. And she's like, listen, for me to move on and for me to do what you want, you've got to at least, like, we got to be truthful with each other. I need you to at least admit that you did this. That you did it. And he's like, no, I didn't do yeah, it. I didn't do it. Yeah. And he comes over close to her and he puts his hand on her. He's like, look, and he says something and it, 
at some point he goes, it comes as no surprise. Mm-hmm. And when he says surprise, she's like, you motherfucker. It was him. Yeah. Cause even the way he says it, like he has a little pause. He's like surprise. Yeah. <laughs> and so she also knows where the cameras are located in the house too. So yeah. Cause he's got security cameras where everywhere. they are. There's security cameras. So she's like, you're right. And she's been crying and she's like, you're right. Let's try to have a good meal. I'm yeah. going to go clean up. And he's like, okay, that's great. So she goes down to the bathroom to clean up and he's just sitting there. And then all of a sudden a knife is in his hands. It's lifted <laughs> up and slices his throat all oh. on camera by himself. Awesome. And just like the other one, I forgot about that. And I was like, Oh shit. <laughs> yep. And he falls over and he's gurgling. <laughs> and then she comes out and she's oh like, God, I'll clean up. No, and she's no. like, calls 911 immediately. Uh, my friend just killed himself or tried to kill himself. He's dying and you know, they're on their way. And then she moves back out of frame from the camera and she hangs up the phone and she's all, Hmm. Bitch. Yeah, she gets, she goes surprise. <laughs> yep. And then uh meanwhile James has been listening to all this thinking that he was going to get a confession and didn't know what Cecilia was going to do. Yeah, and he hears the 911 dispatch. And he's like, "Oh shit." So he like takes off running into the house. Yep, and he comes in as she's leaving and she's like, "James, it's okay." And he sees that she's got a suit in her purse. Yep. And he lets her go. Yep. And then uh that's the yeah, end. like, he killed himself. It's on the camera. You'll see it. Yep. And that's the end. Yeah. What'd you think? Um, I like this movie. I thought they, I, well, the special effects are good. I mean, there's some creative, uh, things that they do. Um, is the movie perfect? It's far from perfect. Um, I, I don't like the, like stronger than <laughs> fucking the Superman superhuman strength. Yeah. I, I don't like that aspect of it. Um, the twist ending kind of like the red herring, I, I, I get why they did it. It's just like, I kind of wish the Tom character wouldn't have been involved. Although I kind of get why he was. Cause Adrian was so controlling. He was mm-hmm. like, you better do this or I'm going to kill you type thing. That being said, I thought it was fine. I, I mean, I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Pamela Voorhees heads. I like the movie. I've seen it twice. Um, I wouldn't have. I mean, I would have if you would have suggested to watch it again, but I was like happy to watch it again. My son watched it with me. He's seen it three times now. Yeah. You like it? So he, I mean, this is the third, he didn't have to watch it. (laughs) Yeah. He came down, he saw that I was watching it and he sat there and watched the whole thing. And to get that kid to watch a movie with me (laughs) is something special. It's gotta be something. Well, he did watch, uh, he did watch uh, new year's evil with me. (laughs) He had a, he had a good time watching that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, three Pamela Voorhees heads okay. for me. I think it's good. Yeah, I I really like this movie. Um, there are things that don't make sense. Like there's some logic. Like there's some plot holes. Like to me, the big one is if he faked his own death, how? And then how did he do it so that there was also published like in an article? Like you would need a body or something. You would need some sort of proof. There was he- a body too because there was pictures. Yeah. So I, and I just kind of took it that the pictures were fake, but you still need a a body <laughs> okay but here's the thing i said this to my son last night i said how many pints of blood does the human body have i have no idea let's say 15 okay let's just say and you can take a pint out yeah, yeah maybe donate every month every couple of months and your body replenishes so if you save up 15 pints of blood and then you kill somebody and you drain all of their blood and then you pump your blood into them and then you blow their head off. 
They're yeah. just going to collect the blood Maybe. and be like, oh, that was Brett. I would have just liked some sort of explanation. <laughs> I know, but I was just... There's a movie that <laughs> does something similar to what you were suggesting oh, about really? harvesting a bunch of blood so you can fake a death. Really? Yeah, I'll tell you later. Okay, cool. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who may not have seen that movie. Okay. Um, but so that... It's called Blood Harvest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's called How I Got a, How I Faked My Own Death by Harvesting My Own Blood, the movie. Fifteen pints. <laughs> yes. Um the other one I agree, like the, the plot twist with the brother. And then also if he was tied up, how did did his brother tie him up and he like ordered him, tie me up? He tied himself up. How? I don't know. <laughs> like this thing's like there were some things like that where it's like that doesn't really He's make sense. He's the invisible man, dude. All, all of that said, though, I think the special effects are really cool. I thought all of the acting and performances were very good. Yeah. I really liked that this was, you know, you texted me a few days ago and you were like, hey, what's a movie that could be remade that you would want to see? And I couldn't think of any. Mm-hmm. And then when I watched this movie, I was like, this is a perfect example of taking an old movie or an old concept and completely reinventing it like the same concept but executed in a completely different way yeah uh, and i just thought it was really smart so i like this movie a lot i gave it a four wow so three and a half yeah, for me well three and a half is probably good for me it just i i don't know if i could go over three but three and a half i think is a good compromise there you go um they are going to make I don't know if they're going to make a sequel but elizabeth banks is yeah, doing, doing an invisible, invisible woman right? woman movie that she pitched um, and got the permission. I guess Elizabeth Banks has a deal with Universal hmm. that they were like, any movie that you want to do, you, that we own, you can do. And she's like, That's I want to do Invisible Woman. So they're going to do that movie. And then um, what's her name? Uh, Moss. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Moss, Moss. She said that if there is enough support that there could be a sequel, I think. Hmm. So she's like, if you guys want to see a sequel, you better say it and apparently now they're working on possibly doing a sequel interesting i don't know what she would do with a sequel she's got the suit i hope they don't make her like a villain that would that would suck you know it would almost be cool i know they're not going to do this because they stopped doing the whole universe thing but to see her with another Hmm. monster yeah you know and she uses the suit for good (laughs) right she's like the good guy i don't know but they're already going to do an invisible woman yeah, yeah, so, it's redundant. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see <laughs> what happens. Who knows? Maybe he had a partner. Yeah, another one. Like a guy he worked with who also knows invisibility shit. Yeah, there you go. But it was just, I, I did like that they explained that it was just a series of cameras, right? Yeah, that was neat. Like I said, I it's like not a potion. It, it's a new spin. Yeah, and he's not walking like, around naked. It seems like something that could be yeah done these days like like you know like you could wear like a harry potter cloak and become invisible because it has cameras in the front cameras can be so small and then they can project what's behind you but it wouldn't be that clean like you'd look like fucking predator like (laughs) you would see the outline of somebody because the light the way the light would bend and everything yeah unless like i could get into all the physics with you (laughs) but (laughs) for your plebeian mind i don't know if you (laughs) don't want to blow your mind (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't fucking understand anything, but I don't think it's <laughs> possible. But uh, two good movies, same topic. I think they're both good flicks. I don't think they, I don't Agreed. think the Invisible Man gets enough attention. No, it's a great movie. People always forget about them because they can't see them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Frankenstein and uh, Dracula get all the love. Yeah, and Wolfman, Wolfman Gilman. Yeah, 
but the invisible man. Yeah. More love for the invisible man. Mm -hmm. So if you have any thoughts on invisibility (laughs) holes or (laughs) cotton or (laughs) send, send all cotton care of uh, David at the (laughs) pictures of holes to David also. Cause I don't want to look at them. (laughs) You could send cotton to me. You could send. Uh, there you go. And, and holes and, to David. And we'll, we'll all be happy. Everything will be fine. It's but winning, you can contact plan. us through various different methods. Yep. If you're on Twitter, Facebook, or the slash rap, just search the Swearwolves. Uh, we are the Swearwolves podcast on Instagram. We have the Swearwolves YouTube channel. Uh, we have our website, theswearwolves.com, or you can email us directly at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com. All right. So for the Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. We got to go take all of our clothes off and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretend we're invisible did you ever see that movie with uh ben stiller oh the, yeah the, uh, what's it called the men um, um men of mystery or mystery, mystery men. men yeah the one guy's like invisible but only if you're not looking at him <laughs> yes yeah, like that uh so yeah we're gonna go get invisible and take a shit <laughs> and in, in the middle of somebody's job interview <laughs> maybe yours dun 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 Welcome to the Swear Wolves Horror Podcast, the podcast that discusses all things horror. I'm Brett. I'm David. Hi. Hi. <laughs> hey. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Well, good. It's great. It's really great to hear. It's it's good. We're in a new year. Yeah. Uh and uh that's that. Mm. <laughs> it's still the same. <laughs> Life's still the same. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> So what do we talk about? <laughs> what do we talk about now? Um, <clears throat> all right, let's start that over again. Okay. <clears throat>